재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Generation Now is where I get to explore some of the strange new ways, new thinking of younger generations in Korea and I get to find out a little bit about how they are being influenced and influencing their society. Leah Young brings that to us every week and she's here in the studio. Hey, Leah. Hi, Kurt. You're back. I'm back. Nice <laughs> to see you again. It's been a long time no see. Yeah, it's been like this three is, weeks. It, well, now four, I suppose. This is the fourth week, and yeah. now I'm finally getting to catch up with you. That's great. Um, have you been? Um, have you been busy? What have you been doing? Yeah, I've seen you busy on your holidays, reading piles of books on your Instagram. It's so nice to yeah. read paper books. I just get a, usually through the year, I order cheap books, bargain books, secondhand, mm-hmm. and they come in, and by the time I get home, there's a big stack, and that's my vacation, man, a <laughs> lamp and a book. How many books and, have you read? Oh, not that many. Mm-hmm. You know, it's more impressive. I, there's a lot of them in the picture, mm-hmm. but it takes me a while to get through them. Yeah. Uh, you well, know, four I, or five. Yeah. I've been really busy lately, too, other than the radio job. I usually freelance here and there, and I recently joined a startup company for marketing, so more specifically influencer marketing. Ooh, I, influence. Did you hear me at the top talking yeah, about manfluencers? Yeah, a great coincidence. Did you know about manfluencers? Had you heard that na- that title before? I wasn't sure about the, the nickname, the manfluencer, but definitely there are so many fashion social media social media influencers right? out there. So what I do is I track down a so-called social media influencer who has gained a fair number of followers and credibility by sharing their life and their ideas, content online. Um, since a social media influencer has access to a large audience and can persuade others by their virtue of their authenticity, authenticity and reach, uh, many commercial brands like where I work uh, place more focus on working with them than just targeting the majority of the audience. Mm. So I try to list up uh, which channel would be suitable to promote the brand, send the product on the condition that the influencer exposes it to his or her channel, and then I track the marketing efficiencies. So the company is basically making an investment of the cost of a product in exchange for reaching at least a large uh, most, you know, followers of the public figure. Yeah. So it's basically still a freebie exchange like you, yes. the, their payment is the product they get free products mm-hmm. or is there i mean because i guess it depends on the number of followers yes i so, you know i heard that uh mega stars like kardashians and whatnot uh they will get huge amounts of money of just course, to pose yes. with like a perfume or something mm-hmm. well how many followers you have is basically a currency these days for these like public figures that's right um well influencer content may be framed as a testimonial advertising where they play the role of potential buyer themselves so it's more believable than the traditional form of ad so there should be a negotiation whether it would be truly honest or not by setting the rules maybe with payment mm-hmm. so i contact like hundreds of them daily uh ex- It's actually an extension of my greatest interest. I always scroll down all the popular channels all day long, so I'm just embracing it as a job. So you're basically just surfing social media all day long and then contacting the most popular people. Yes. So I might need a lot of time explaining the dimension of how this job works, uh, but yes, it's one of the most desirable jobs to be an influencer. Mm -hmm. So maybe I'll... um, share some insights for that i think there's a trend in all these like we should all quit our jobs and do blank yeah (laughs) mentality so at one point it was um we should open up a korean fried chicken place that would have had to be a long time ago because about a decade ago yeah 
Korean chicken places are everywhere now. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine anybody dreaming about opening up a chicken place at mm-hmm. this point. Then it switched to we should all open a cafe. Right. And now, including myself, all people talk about is we should create a YouTube channel. Do you want to create a YouTube channel? I'm always contemplating on like, should What would you I? do though? Maybe I could, you know, take the Generation Now content that, you, straight away. Don't steal from this show. <laughs> um, yeah, but then I'll switch the title a little bit. <laughs> now Generation, completely new and different. Yeah. Um, what would you do, like fashion? I don't know. I would stick to what I'm good at or what I'm knowledgeable at. Do you have any ideas that any channel that you would be interested in? Me to yeah. start? Yeah. Um, I've always thought of doing like a little, uh, a, a little channel called Kurt Cooks, and I just make stuff. Oh, and it's just I make a dish and I go. Hi, I'm here. I'm going to cook something. It's going to be like four minutes long. So Watch who it. Who would be the target for? I, I don't care. I'm not out to um, you know gain boatloads of followers. It would be just for fun. Mm. Well, that that could work. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are some noticeable channels that caught my eye. I visit like, certain websites for my reference that states all the top influencers that you can sort out with the number of followers, view counts. The revenues, which country they're originated from, the categories, and so on. And surprisingly, the number one channel that's based on a Korean account with the most followers is actually related to toys. So toy review channel. Doesn't surprise me in the least. Really? Uh, Yeah, because I think some of the most avid YouTube consumers... Are young kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I really want to see what, what's going to happen in about 40 to 50 years when these kids whose attention span have been just blitzed with 30-second and two-minute videos, yeah. what, what they're going to be like as you know, 50-year-olds. Mm-hmm. Are they going to be able to pay attention to anything or what? But uh, yeah, toy unboxing, uh, playing with toys, that kind of stuff directed at kids, usually yes. produced by other kids, right? Yeah, other kids or like young people who are still in their 20s. Okay. Um, Like one channel has nearly 20 million subscribers, which is half of the population of Korea. Mm. So it's not the idol group's official channel. It's not makeup artists or game channels. It's toys for toddlers. Uh, So I watched through some of them, the popular ones. And what they do is they minimize the talk and demonstrate the most exciting way to play with your new toys. Mm -hmm. And there are many similar channels out there. So like animations, describing how to build up your social life in really funny ways. Some channels recommend new toys, new kids cafes, or... You know, ways, uh, places worth going. And some channels um, just do, just stick to like unboxing different toys and then interact with their viewers. Yeah. Hugely popular channels. So the uh, average accumulated view counts is 70 million per channel. That's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, And, you know, parents out there, I bet you if you ask your kids, if you give your kids a, a tablet or something, this kid will have, you know, four or five favorite toy channels or, or, or channels like this, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Even education is becoming um, popular in these kind of platforms. There's a channel starting with D, and it's uh, actually studying through playing a game, and you switch stages and you level up by solving these different problems. Ah, it's interactive. Mm-hmm. How does that work on YouTube, though? Is it, it so, must be an app, or so? There's a game platform uh-huh. as well as the live stream platform. Got it. 
Ah, uh, so they kind of fit together. Yes. And all these channels and the hosts are called 어린이 대통령 or 초통령. So it's, pre- it's directly translated as president for children. But okay. it, what it really means is they're heroes for these young elementary school kids. Are they? <laughs> I think so. They're more popular. All these like, influencers are more popular than an actual celebrity or a movie star or a singer. Are there a lot of them? I think so. Yeah. Um, it's interesting because, you know, I, when I was growing up, there was maybe a handful, four or five, like, kids stars, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, they just made a, a movie and a documentary about Mr. Rogers, who was hugely popular, right? Mm. Uh, people like that. But now with YouTube and the bandwidth, you can have countless kids, they don't know, you know? Yeah. Well, in the past, when I was growing up, the the children-related content was more geared to educational content. So one um, prominent show that was really popular was Po Po Po, and another one was <laughs> called TV Yuchiwan Hana d u r s Head, teaching you how to how you should act around people, how to do craft works, um, how to cook simple meals. Uh, most of the time, the scene or dialogue would be repeatedly. be played back so there's this like format with like one stuffed animal one sonsengnim a teacher figure and one kid like singing different songs and you know teaching you to do things like chores or something relatively low budget um production values right Mm -hmm. usually a green screen a costume costume or two that kind of thing and Mm -hmm. and some attitude yeah Well, actually, I grew up on Barney's. Do you know Barney's? Barney the Dinosaur. I do. He apparently <laughs> loves you. Yeah, I love you. You <laughs> love me. <laughs> We're a happy family, right? Uh-huh. Uh, so today, the um, children-related content are more geared to entertainment. So animation, interactiveness. Uh, so the, there's a paradigm in the children content. So... Yeah, the penguins, the bus character, okay. <laughs> the robot ca- character, the shark character, maybe you yeah. may be fami- familiar with. Sure. Uh, and I mean, they often come with their own sort of uh, hook and angle, song, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I imagine parents, uh, after a while, after hearing certain songs linked to kids' videos uh, for the 70,000th time, Uh, must encourage them to to explore other channels. Kids tend to latch on to things. Yeah, really well, especially those addictive songs. But the generation now angle here is that you're saying 20-somethings in Korea, this is what they they think of doing when they want to go into a creative career or job. They say, ah, I'll create a channel for kids and I'll get bazillions of followers and I'll strike it rich. Yeah, young entrepreneurs entrepreneurs are taking notice of what could be done in this industry, like creating a platform that is accessible and expand their ideas and possibilities on a global basis, not just Korean kids, Mm. and being keen on what's in trends and why young kids would be drawn into things are really expanding this creative world. Isn't that kind of contradictory? I mean, young people are not having their own kids. That's the whole birth rate crisis. And yet they are producing all this content yeah, for kids. We are labeled as digital natives. And now digital native parents are being born. <laughs> so introducing, they, like, the parents introduce like, 
books in augmented reality. Mm. And there are so many different like newly coined words and expressions like digital native parents. We call like influencers and creators than bloggers. Mm. We express watching a video as consuming content. Consuming content. So we're providing a new culture that you and your children could enjoy from a very young age. And it makes a good living, although it requires a great amount of devotion. It's a desirable job. And well, children culture was looked down in the past, but now it's evolving to be a significant phenomenon. And I think young entrepreneurs are really latching on this idea. Mm. You know, what's really insidious is the sort of algorithm generated kids content out there, Mm -hmm. uh, where they it's just randomly generated and massive amounts of it. And it's just a simple concept like, you know, um, you know, there'll be a cartoon baby, and different sort of heads, almost like Mr. Potato Head, will be put on. Mm-hmm. And the baby will cry if he gets the wrong nose, and he'll laugh if he gets the right nose. Oh. And it's an algorithm thing, and it's just weird. It's a little creepy. Yeah. Um, so if I were a parent, you really have to just pay attention to the fire hose of content that's out there. Yeah. Just because it looks cute and cartoony um, doesn't necessarily mean it's high quality. Yeah, well, the top tier children content have like certain meaningful messages I've noticed and great morals. Well, for for example, the game that's the educational game sends a message that overcoming challenges are fun. Mm. So studying is like playing a game, and the famous you know penguin character, the Korean penguin character, the helmet wearing penguin. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he is a penguin. He believes his self as a bird. And he's wearing this aviator helmet and glasses, and he thinks he he believes he can fly. And there's one episode that he jumps off the cliff to prove that you know he could fly, and then he swims through the ocean. And the message is practically saying that you can never take the wrong path because what is wrong. And I don't know. They use that character in the subway and they show them getting hit by trains over and over. I think uh, there's a lot of physical comedy in some of these kids' cartoons. I guess it's a positive impact on our society too. Kids' content, uh, an emerging industry for Generation Now. Leia, thanks a million. I'll see you soon. Thank you.